It's Stephanie, Sarah, and Rudy. And this is... <laughs> Sarah, you're gone. Yeah. Where did you go? What happened? You we just... cannot hear. <laughs> oh, because the mute button was pushed. Oh. <laughs> this is Kids These Days. Unscripted! Unscripted! A podcast brought to you by grant funding from the Kansas Department for Children and Families. Um, we have a new voice today. I bet nobody can guess who it is. Nobody at all. Santa Claus? No. no. Nope. I mean, unless you listened to our last episode, that's a good hint. See? <laughs> that's important. I thought Maybe you said shadowing. Just... I thought you said just... Steve, and I was like, is this a new name for you? This is Steve Haney. Steve Haney. <laughs> Hello. Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome to Kids These Days. That's creepy. I don't like that. New commercial. I don't have a very good male voice. I, I, you I don't. Deeper. You have to yeah. do it from down here. I can. Oh. You have to oh. do it from down here. Steve down Holmes, everybody. Has to be down in your chest. I can't do it. You can't. I, I can go that low. You can't. <laughs> I really wish you guys could see the video of this because it's something else <laughs> pretty chaotic yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna try because my name historically has been male and sure. when i enrolled for um college i got placed with a male roommate even though i put that my sex was female i called housing and dining and i was like hey guys so i'm a girl you know i don't know if this is okay that i was placed with a guy and they're like whoops oh let us correct that quickly yep. Yeah, I quickly remedied that. But I'm like, you just looked at my name. <laughs> none, of, none of the other information, just nope. the name. You would, Rudy. There's not a, like, you filled in, I'm a female. No. Nope. Mm, okay. Yeah. Also, nope. do you know nope. that my grandpa's name was Rudy? Did I tell you that? No, I don't think you ever told me that. One D, but mm-hmm. yeah. Well, his is spelled correctly. Um, is, um, is it short for something, though, that I get Rudolph. asked that a lot? Okay. Mm-hmm. I get asked that, and I'm like, what would Rudy female be short? I know. For? I love how you say that with that face because I've asked you that question. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm bringing it up because I still oh. can't believe you asked that. <laughs> I, well, because what did you think? I don't, I don't know. That's why I asked. Mm. <laughs> if I would have thought something, I would have said, is that short for Rudaladina? Mm-hmm. I mean, I would have asked Rudal- if I thought. Haney, what do you think? Is that a good Rudal- yeah. Rudaladina. I like it. Rudaladina. Mm-hmm. Find yeah. your name. Yes. Right. Yeah. So that's why I was like, I'm never going to, I'm not going to try that deep voice because I'm already, <clears throat> if somebody just sees my name in an email, hi, Mr. Benavidez. <laughs> Mr. Benavidez. Yes. Try yes. Again. Well, you know, here's my other thing, and I'll leave it at this. But my name is Sarah with an H. And, you know, if I send you an email and my name is in my email and my name is in my signature line, and you write back and you don't spell it right. I know that shouldn't bother me, but it does. And I'm guessing Stephanie Haney probably understands that because Stephanie can be spelled a couple different ways. Mm. Yeah. And I'm sure Rudy understands that. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always, on the other side of things, I always make sure to do that as well. Like I'm very mm-hmm. aware that I need to spell names correctly, correctly. when I'm returning mm-hmm. an email. Because- so I wonder if that has to do with us having names that can be misspelled. Mm-hmm. Or that are often misspelled. Probably so. I do love when I go places like Starbucks and they ask for the name and then they say, is that with or without an H? And I always say, it's with an H. Thank you for asking. <laughs> because that's going to make a difference in how they pronounce it. Is that Sarah? I think Sarah. Sarah. 
No, I think well, that they're just being inclusive and I get it. I get it. Well, and you know, and it's not just if, Starbucks. If Sarah but... goes on to take a photo for her Insta, she wants to make sure it's spelled correctly on her cup. You know, you that because I do, I do do that a lot. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So show us what she drinks. It's the last time I logged into Instagram. <laughs> you haven't liked any of my pictures of my children and you usually go through like you know, the last month and just like everything. So I've yeah, been missing yeah. that. So it's not, that. it's not that I don't like the pictures, Haney, but that face you just gave, it's that I just haven't gotten onto Instagram recently no. and her, her, there hasn't been a picture that Rudy posted that showed up in the first like two or three things. Sure. That's yeah. what would get me to it. I get it. I don't you scroll. Just, you're, you, you're a binge liker. You have mm-hmm. to binge like. And yeah. so in a little while when you get on and you get connected to those photos, then you will binge yeah. like again. Yep. I, I, I miss her when she doesn't binge like, like my stuff. <laughs> I only get on Instagram if the notification thing gets to be too much for me to handle. Yeah, that's fair. What, you know, I that, have to what get, number is that at? I can't tell you because it, no, it mm. changes. Uh, um, yeah. You know what it my is hus- for me? Go ahead. One, one, sure. One notification. I've got mm-hmm. to open it. Not Insta, but anything. I, because I, I don't mm-hmm. do Instagram, but anything that gives me a notification, I have yeah, to. That's why the majority of the things on my phone don't have notifications on them. Mm-hmm. There you go. Again, Especially yeah. email. My husband yeah. likes to send me stuff in Instagram and in Messenger, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know that I don't. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I was gonna give a shout out to your Mr. Holmes because he likes a lot of our podcast stuff. So Always he's a big fan on our social medias. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shout out to Holmes. Thank you so much. Yep. <laughs> yep. Holmes and Holmes's mom. Yes, our biggest fans. Mm-hmm. Honestly, <laughs> good people to have in our corner. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and I at the beginning when I told Sarah like that's all the likes we were getting, I told her at least for the algorithm and for the numbers, like yeah, keep them coming. Mm-hmm. If y'all listening, just just go and like our things. That would be great. Yes. Subscribe, rate, and review. Yes. On all of them. On all the things. Mm-hmm. Okay. So <clears throat> I feel like we probably did not want to do this episode on, mm. you know, how to spell our names and our Instagram or and social Starbucks. media um, usage. Or maybe we did. I mean, it is unscripted. We've started at other points in previous episodes and ended somewhere else so this is part of the ride this is true we have Haney with us hello I wish we had a little music we could play Haney deserves some some solid like music some some walk-on music yeah Yeah. need something I can't play your walk-on song because we don't have the money to spend on that sorry the copyrights yeah that's right can we I know that we've already talked about this, but I was really excited to hear Haney on her episode and I'm excited to hear more <clears throat> from her and Sarah. Cause I don't know what, I haven't gotten feedback in Spanish for my episode. So I don't even <laughs> want to talk about that one. Yes. Muy bien. Gracias. <laughs> we've had some changes and I know yeah. we talked about it last time Sarah and I had unscripted. We're like, changes coming, coming soon. I mean, mm-hmm. this is one of them is getting Haney on board on the team of ktd what are your initial um reactions opinions about our podcast Haney? well you know i've been an avid follower for a whole <laughs> year now and then yep. she joined us for social media 
It um, adds. Help. It adds. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I was gone. And then we decided to keep her because she knew too much. True story. <laughs> I've, I've gone on the inside. I know too much. We had cookies. She stayed for the cookies. She couldn't mm-hmm. say no. Wait a minute. Evil. Look at her. She's like, cookies? Nobody gave me cookies yet. Are they in the mail? I don't know what's going on. Um, Sarah will bake them. <laughs> I don't okay. think she will. <laughs> Just kidding. I will go and buy them. Mm-hmm. I love that. No, really. I'm excited though. I you know, we, this has always been a great thing that you guys have put on and I am excited to just jump on board and go with it and, and give my own little spiel as well. So it's kind of fun. It's weird. My first recording was weird, uh, but it's been good. All jokes aside, we're really happy that you joined us Yep, oh. and excited for what to come, you know, just kind of um, possibilities, right? Sarah, yep. I mean, we talked back in what, August of 2020, 2020, yeah, 2020, we were trying to see like what is this going to look like a year from now yeah. five years from now and yeah. we made it past the one year mark well, that must be a good thing I think so <laughs> so it's still going strong I think yeah. there's you know it's mm-hmm. not it's not even like it's just treading water it's mm-hmm. every week is awesome and there's new topics and there's fresh content and yep it's engaging and interesting so agreed well I mean I, we could add if any of our listeners have any podcasts they like that's early childhood or unrelated yes we like to we like to know kind of like that webinar we were um given a shout out on there were like two other podcasts on there that I'd never heard about and I went and checked them out there were a couple there were a couple more that involved like it was like child development or like um teachers things like that and I was like oh these are cool yeah for sure I like getting the ones that are that that are suggested by other yeah. people because anybody and everybody can do a podcast mm-hmm. now but ones that are like verified mm-hmm. validated by other people is cool to mm-hmm. listen to totally and you know what? i'll yes. put uh links in the show notes to those podcasts that were on that webinar that mm-hmm. we were on yeah there's yeah, one yeah. called how yeah, preschool teachers idea. do it yes that one mm-hmm and then the one um, from the the hosts of the webinar mm-hmm. is uh, train like you listen. Yep. <clears throat> so I'll put those I'll put those links in the show notes. Yes. Be awesome. Perfect. Agreed. I'm trying to make it relatable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's important. Yeah. And right. speaking of relatable, hmm. I want to hear about all of the notes you've been taking while you were on maternity leave, <laughs> because if you guys remember. We did that uh, new sibling who dis episode uh, before Rudy, before Rudy went on maternity leave. Good Lord. That was a long time ago. And that Rudy was going to kind of take notes and have thoughts. So I have been dying to hear these Mm -hmm. and legitimately have not heard these. This is my first time hearing it Neither of you. Yeah. Neither of you have heard the inner works of my brain (laughs) in relation to this particular topic. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't, I was going to listen to that episode before we started today. I wanted to remember, I can't remember what all like was talked about in it, but, um, just, I want to preface this by saying that these notes were written, um, you know, middle of the night Mm -hmm. during a feeding, trying to fall asleep, but trying to stay awake. Like, so I don't know what these sound like, but this, I just want y'all to know this is like, this is it. Like this was me deep in the trenches of change with two babies and um 
I haven't reread them actually. I just opened my notes and I hadn't looked at it since then. But mm-hmm. you know, the basic stuff of like the mom guilt and the amount of podcasts I've listened about like motherhood in general and parents, parents. I'll say parents because you know, parents. Mm-hmm. I'm in general. The mom guilt is so real, mm-hmm. like so real. And then you you get you got multiple kids now, and you cannot give that first child the same amount of I thought the same amount of love, the same amount of attention, same amount of like, you know, parenting, mm-hmm. same level of parenting that I wanted to give because I'm running on fumes with mm. a new baby. Mm-hmm. And even, you know, your hormones are running, like you, you've got this, like sleep, what is that? But there's like a certain, just there's so something always nudging the back of your brain during that time of transition and of change where like everybody's so vulnerable. And I think that as a mom, especially there's like, oh gosh, you can't do this. Like this, there's no way you're going to be able to parent two kids now. Cause it's just like two of everything now. Two humans. I'm like, yes. I'm like, I can't fucking just chop myself down the middle and okay, here's one here. You take the other half. There's no right. way. No. There's no way. And I just, that's <clears throat> probably the biggest point I wanted to make. Um, when you said that I should talk about this today is that the mom guilt is real. And I think that we all need to be part of that, of changing that. Mm. Um, and I think we all can play a part. We don't have to be parents to play a part in how we react to our mother friends or mm-hmm. other mothers around us, parents around us, um, mm-hmm. because that was hard. It's still hard. Easier that was now, that but. was my question: Is do you, has it um, waned a little bit? Mm-hmm. Yep, and a lot of that also um, I think comes with some understanding from within. So mm-hmm. whether, you know, you need to find your people, go to therapy, mm-hmm. whatever that might look like for yourself, a lot of within work, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. So that yeah. took a little bit. And then um, I had a lot of really good support outside. Um, like Sarah, I knew I texted a lot during that time and she mm-hmm. kind of grounded me in like looking at it from an outside perspective. Mm-hmm. And then my obviously this about the spouse is there right they right. do their work and then we're kind of helping each other because you're both in the same boat mm-hmm. you're trying to figure that out together so that was nice and then um other uh friends that I have that um have children as well so that was kind of like a like my way of kind of dealing with with all that and then as time went by you know you kind of get out of it and you're like okay I can do this and just so many people are normalizing it so much like you don't yeah. have to be perfect, even if it's just visually out, out to like for the Instagram. Sure. But we know in the background, you don't have a clean house or you don't, your bathroom is not that spotless or, oh yeah, I had spit up um, on this side of my shirt. So I took my picture on this side. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's just like, you can look at all these posts, but you know that there's always something in the background that shows otherwise. Mm-hmm. And that is very comforting. Yeah. Cause I was like, I remember with my first, it was like, everything had to be cleaned right away. Like, this time I have bottles hanging down the sink and I'm like, I get them later. I'm going to snuggle my kids right now. Yep. You kind of change your perspective a little bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I wonder if that change in perspective affects that level of guilt. Oh, for sure. Um, and then, and well, and then moving forward, you or like me look at other parents and you offer them more grace and you come from a different mm. place when a child is screaming their head off in Target, right. where I used to be like, oh my God, control your child. Right. Now you're like, how can I help? 
Like, right. do I need to juggle your other baby while you comfort your toddler that is screaming in the middle of the aisle? Because mm-hmm. I've been there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. I have been there. And it's the other day I offered him, um, there's a mom with three kiddos at the park and we were hanging out at the park and she goes, oh, honey, you are soaked. Like his diaper was so wet. And she was like, oh my gosh, I don't have my diaper. And she's got three kids at the park. Her car's over there. She's like, um, she asked her husband, you know, can I, do we have any here with us? So I don't have to go to the car. And he's like, no, I don't think we do. And I overheard her and I just walked up and I was like, hey, I got some in my bag. Would you like a diaper? And she was mm-hmm. like, so like happy and excited. Cause I don't, I don't know if she's ever been offered that. And I was like, right. I have two sizes. I got two kids. I was like, you want a two, you want a four. But like, <laughs> right. it was just such cool, like, just like, you know, I've never seen her, never seen her again, probably never will. Right. But it was one of those like solidarity, like I'm with you. Like we got this. Um, yep. I, in my head, I was just saying like, I hope she, she does this to somebody else in need. Like, I hope that someday she is able to spare a diaper to a mom in need. Yep. I mean, as simple as that. Yep. And yeah, even through like pandemic stuff and being in isolation mm-hmm. because we had a newborn, yep. we decided to try and stay inside as best, as long as we could. And um, even in isolation a little bit, we were able to, to feel that like, you know, we had some of my coworkers dropping off meals for us at our front door, mm-hmm. um, people mailing us things and goodies and um, yeah. So it's just giving me hope and giving me like that need there, that feeling of like, you know, I got this and I don't have to be perfect. And I hope that resonates with people. So we need more of that grace. Mm-hmm. Like we've talked about, you know, being comfortable with being uncomfortable, you mm-hmm. know, talking about things that are taboo or whatever. And so I think, I just think that's really important for you to have said for Mm -hmm. people to hear that like we need to talk about it it's okay Mm -hmm. it's okay to Mm -hmm. well and same is true with the social media you know you talked Mm -hmm. about showing yes we have this perfect picture of this child smiling and just you know perfectly content and everything is clean but what you don't see is everything else going on in the background so you know being real and and honest about those Mm-hmm. social media is an understanding that not everybody's life is the way that it's depicted in mm-hmm. those images or videos or whatever it not only what's going on in the background but what led up to that picture of yeah. the child looking perfect and clean mm-hmm. and everything yeah. like I'm still in the background in my leggings and like tank top and just like yeah. spit up and you know everything's gross but you're holding up a there. piece of candy so they'll you smile. got yes yes <laughs> Well, I love those, I love those TikToks that show like the cute little picture and then it goes to the, you know, the children screaming and climbing on each other and Mm -hmm. yeah. I have a friend that posted the other day about like a, their, I don't even know, two month picture, you know, you post the one month, two month picture, Mm -hmm. but she said something along the lines of, well, it's two months and three days because day one and two looks like this. And it's Uh just this baby just screaming (laughs) all out red faced. So, you know, it's not perfect every time. Mm -hmm. Not the first time. Not always perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, the leniency goes along with that kind of the leniency of the things you'll let slide in your house just mm-hmm. just because you're in survival mode a lot and yeah. the added challenge of um living during a pandemic like you just you're deep in survival mode yeah and well and the grace like you talked about like yeah. we've talked about in so many different episodes the grace and I know it's so overdone like you, so you overstate that a lot but it's uh, really true it you live it every day and you offer it every day and you have to because if you don't have that for you or for anybody else it doesn't what, work. Yeah. Right. 
So mm-hmm. what's your like, what's your one liner to, to new parents with two children instead of <laughs> one child? What's well, yeah, your I was like gonna say one uplifting phrase that you can just fix the world with? Oh gosh. Um, and I, I would, I wouldn't go ahead and say that this is only for like parents of two. Cause I know that three plus can change sort of dynamics and I don't know what that would look like. I'm too scared to find out, (laughs) (laughs) but props to you. If you're out there with uh, three or more, um, I think with two, I would probably say, um, um, balance, um, for me, it just seems so natural to have my, my son and my daughter. And now Mm. I just feel like that was part of like the balance. And then, um, having them in the age that they are, um, having the balance of, of, of the toddler that maybe you have to say no to a little bit more, even though you have told yourself you weren't gonna, um, you know, he has to understand a little bit of the balance as well, a little bit of the sharing. And I think balance has sort of become like my, my term, my phrase. And I would probably offer that to parents is, is finding balance, finding the balance within yourself that maybe you do have to let something slide other things you might have to compromise. Um, but it'll be okay. And, um, the balance of your two kids. So the balance of, um, you know, one of them's going to scream their head off for a few minutes. They'll be fine. Just like set them down. They're going to be fine and take care of the other's needs and then, you know, move on to the next one. Um, and I'm talking just when it's just me by myself, obviously, when you've got two parents, you can juggle things or when you've got help. Um, that's great. But I will say I, I cried the day everybody left. Cause you know, we had family kind of rotating in and out every week, um, during like the first month of Ellie's life. And I cried the first day that like, that was it. Like the last rotation, the last person to leave, mm-hmm. I cried so hard. And I was like, um, what the heck is going on? Like, how am I going to do this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I cried so hard that day. Um, I don't remember who was, I think it was my mom and, and you know, your mom when you're just like, oh, geez. And she left and she's like, she's the cook. She's the, she loves people by feeding them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was not only like, oh, thank you so much. Like she cooked me lunches for the next few days or whatever, but it was like more than that. It was like, this is the last person to leave now. I'm finally alone with my two. Mm. Um, I'm not ready. Nope. Nope. I don't no, want to do no, this. No, Just put kidding. Back. <laughs> Just kidding. Put it back. Put it back. Just kidding. Just kidding. Cancel my subscription. <laughs> Return, please. I have the receipt. I think yeah. I had a little mental like breakdown. I was already dealing with a little bit of a postpartum anxiety. So then you're mm-hmm. like, um, I can't do this. I'm going to, I'm going to just kidding. Yeah. yeah. But you did, <laughs> but I did. You and did. and you, you will find right? that day um, by day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I balance folks. I would say balance. Just find I like that. that. I like mm-hmm. balance. Mm-hmm. It's a mantra. It's a good mantra. Yeah. Because I mean, sometimes I needed that break yeah. and I had so many friends who said, Hey, if you need me to snuggle a baby, let me know. And I could just take five minutes to even just shower by myself. That was huge. Thank mm-hmm. like, you. Could I have like five minutes to go shower? That was great. Yep. So props to all of you out there who are listening, who are like those friends and family who stepped in for me. Cause that was, um, it means a lot. And it, I know that they say that like, it takes um, a group of people to raise children, but I, I think that sometimes that's true because, mm. um, there's a lot of help that we got. Yeah. Really lucky to the help that we did. Yep. So, and then, you know, after that, now I can go out with both kids to target and not feel like, now I feel like, you know, super mom sometimes I'm like mm-hmm. wrangling. Yeah, I'm like surprised exactly. I don't have more like yeah. muscle over here. Cause <laughs> right? I've got the 27 pounder and the 15 pounder. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
you make when sure you gotta you go, you gotta go. Make sure you balance that though, so that one arm oh, is flop. Yeah, balance. Yeah. We don't want you like lopsided walking nope. down the street. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm ready for the Popeye. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. That was what a other lot. what other things? No, no. <laughs> I want to know what else you have on your on your your notes. Well, um, that was not a lot. About... It was the perfect amount. Yeah, mm-hmm. the perfect amount. Um, well, that that was sort of the main thing. The last thing mm-hmm. I had, um. It was the guilt and the balance. Hmm. And then the last thing I had was sort of more personal. It was the, um, you, you feel like you lose yourself Mm. as a person who births another human. Mm -hmm. And I know that that is something common that like I've heard with other TikTokers and podcasters who who say the same thing when they're dealing with postpartum Mm. depression or postpartum anxiety. A lot of the things that come up is like, I lost myself. I don't know who I am anymore. Mm. or or the the really sentimental videos I just saw one the other day she she says I miss the woman I was before children Mm. I don't know where she went but I miss her Mm. and that like really resonated and 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 again I was just like you're in that there's already biological stuff going on in your brain right (laughs) so then you have that in addition to like all the other stuff on the outside Mm -hmm. and so I think that was something I wanted to bring up because that was something I wrote it was like to, I, I wrote the time too because I was like I need to remember this it was like a three o'clock feeding in the morning 3 a.m feeding and I just put her down and I was like I'm too tired like I'm tired but I'm too tired to sleep mm-hmm. I know you've ever mm-hmm. had that yeah where you're oh, just yeah. like mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. should go to sleep right now but I you're can't. just too tired to sleep and my brain would not stop mm-hmm. and then I just thought about like even f- like five years ago mm-hmm. and I was like oh we used to travel so much together as a couple or you know you used to do um all these plans and things and nobody depended on you in that way. Mm-hmm. Like now I have to feed a baby like mm-hmm. every three hours. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yep. And then you have that weird just switch and just like, yeah, like you don't have to find that person anymore. Like she's just grown or she's just, I, I think of it as like a metamorphosis in a way. Like it's not mm-hmm. like she's completely gone, Yeah. but like you just, you just changed through life you know life and, and so cheesy this is gonna sound so cheesy guys but just like cycles of life like um everything changes and that's why I love fall you know I know pretty mm-hmm. basic but I do love fall because there's just that transition period of like get ready for winter mm-hmm. um and I don't know I think parenting motherhood for me was that way I guess mm-hmm. you know you feel like you lost yourself but you really you really didn't you just kind of moved along with life and mm-hmm. and you found something better it's different. It sucks. It's challenging, mm-hmm. but it's good. Um, and I don't think that it's fair to tell yourself that like, oh, like that happy go lucky girl's gone or, um, you know, oh, I can't do the things I used to be able to do. You can mm-hmm. you just look a little different. Hmm. I know See your wheels turning. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm thinking about it from the, from the other side as someone without children. So many things of what you've said, like this idea of you feel like you lost yourself. Mm-hmm. I wonder if some people don't even know themselves before they have kids. So how do you even know that you've lost yourself or where to find yourself? Mm-hmm. I wonder if part of me not having kids is my continuing struggle to be my authentic self and find myself. Mm-hmm. And giving yourself permission to 
grieve or miss or be jealous of the the girl you were before like I don't like I yeah I hear what you're saying Mm -hmm. but and I'm wondering I'm wondering if some of that mom guilt pops in when you're like oh I used to be able to go do this you know like that's that's okay it's okay to be like I wish (laughs) I wish I didn't have to feed somebody I wish I could just go do whatever like I don't think there's anything wrong with that Mm -hmm. it's it's just so interesting to process what you're saying because I looking for the similarities in humans I guess this idea of being a parent it it resonated with me as as somebody without children just this idea of, and I'm not really sure why it, I'm not sure yet why it's resonating so, so strongly with me. Mm-hmm. And, and if, I also know this isn't about me, but at the same time, I is you know, is it a, is it a woman thing? You know, to this idea of as we grow as women, and, and this is not a dig on men or anything. I don't know about men because I'm not a man, but just this idea of as a female, how we grow and process and the, the, the girl or the woman that we were before and who we are now and societal expectations of, you know, your kid not crying in the middle of the aisle or why don't you have kids and, you know, grieving some of those things that didn't happen. I don't, I don't know. I'm. You're, you're processing mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. but I think that's, I think that's human nature. I think that it is more of, you know, anytime that we, we take on or we something new comes into our life or we have a new goal we lose a little part of some other part of our lives there's only so much room but are we losing it i don't i don't think so i think that we're prioritizing other parts i think it's i think it's i picture it like a um scaffolding like a scap like I was gonna say ladder, but scaffolding mm-hmm. is a little bit better than that. And I think that it's just ever shifting and ever evolving for for what happens in our lives and what mm-hmm. we pursue in our lives as well. Yeah. That's why I mentioned the word metamorphosis, change, yeah. evolve. Yes. To yeah. me, that's how I I'm a visual learner. To me, that's how I visualized it. How you were saying, like the ladder or the way that things just are moving around a Jenga puzzle, you know, some things go up, some things come down. It's okay. Like things are still there. Some might just start collecting dust down towards the bottom, but the other ones are being more present. And then if you ever need something from down here, you know, you can pull it out or I don't know, however that works. But, but I just imagined that it was more present and less present. I like that. Mm -hmm. I think that that's the, that's the word Mm -hmm. presence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 That's the way I see it. And now that's the way I see it now. Um, I think it took me this long to kind of come to terms with that, you know, and like you said, human nature, right. You don't necessarily lose those parts that make you, you, Um, and we're always moving towards, like Sarah was saying, finding that the next thing, like that next fulfillment or finding yourself or finding what makes you, you. And And I was just, and I was just going to finish with, um, yes, motherhood might be a big part of my life, but it's not my only identity. And that is what Mm. is important that that's not for everybody, for, for somebody, I mean, a mom is like top, like that's your thing. Yeah. That's not for everybody. And that's okay. You can still be a mom and not have motherhood be your main identity. Both are fine. Both make us unique. I think it was something about what you said you know, when you give birth, 
what how did you say that what did you say when you give birth you you're when no longer birth, yourself. yeah when i give you're no birth to yourself. another human you're no longer yourself mm -hmm. or belong to yourself in a way you no longer belong to yourself mm. yeah at least for a while you just don't feel like you know the whole like i don't want like i've been having kids climb all over me i don't want like touch just becomes so like like I'm over, I'm over touched. Does that make sense? Like you're just yeah. like over the sensory yeah. of like literally having babies touching you and crawling you and whatever, crawling on you and stuff. And then you kind mm -hmm. of it's like you become, what's the word? Is it over sensitized mm -hmm. to that the touch? Yep. And you're just like, mm. you know, it used to be really lovey dovey hug everybody. And now <laughs> I've got my touch needs met. Thank you. <laughs> Sarah's wheels are turning. <laughs> I just like watching her process. Did I just blow your mind, Sarah? <laughs> An, a look to the upper right or a look and to I, the upper left. And I love that I get to share this for the first time with both of you, especially Sarah, though, because we sure we talked through those three months that I was gone, but I don't think she's heard me on the other end of it. She heard my, you know, maybe daily rambles. Um, oh, God, we're struggling with this today. But I don't think she's seen me like come out on the other end. And I think I'm stronger for it. I, I think, think I have my yeah. stuff together. <laughs> I, awesome. I think that's, I'm, I'm glad that you said that just now in this moment to make that reflection, because I think another piece of everything that I've, that I'm processing right now that I was not able to put words to, till you just said this is that you are different. There is something not, I mean, I, there is something different about you now. There is a confidence. There is a and they're not to say that that confidence wasn't there before. It's a different type of confidence. There is a, there is an air about you and it's beautiful. I mean, I don't, I don't know, friend, you're just so beautiful. And I was just happy to share and I knew it was important to share with you, but also mm -hmm. I'm excited to share it with Haney because now she's part of my girl group. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, you know, whether we all feel connected or not, um, I always told myself I would surround myself with, um, pretty uh diverse and unique mm -hmm. women yeah because I think you all sort of um we connect we, we're connected in, in, in a web in a way and I always reach out to people whether yeah. or not we may have similarities or have you know different trajectories in life or we're in mm -hmm. different points of our life yeah I don't care I'm gonna ask you guys for help or advice on whatever yeah <laughs> that's the way I see it I'm not I mean I don't like you know you can ask I could ask other moms for help yeah but also I could ask my non-mom friends for help and that's fine. <laughs> you know, I don't like to be tied down to, yeah. I like my diverse women in my life. <laughs> Maybe that's, I thank you for trusting me. Maybe is really where I was getting. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, guys, the amount of times that Sarah has like answered just random toddler questions for me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just researching here. And by research, I mean, I'm asking women in my life with or without kids I'm like help my toddler did this what should I do or what can I do I've tried this and this and this and I just shoot a message to all my girl bosses out there I'm I don't know okay that's fine I'll go to the next one the next one will be like oh have you tried this yeah yeah okay cool and then move on to the next one <laughs> others will be like why are you asking me <laughs> like, I don't, asking I'm just asking everybody you never yes. know you Women never know wealth of knowledge I don't know you never Everybody know. has different perspectives and they, ha yep. they have different knowledge, whether it's, you know, textbook or experience or a combination of both or whatever it looks like, you know, it's, 
it's not a matter of going to one person because that one person has all the right answers. It's crowdsourcing your information, your your parenting. Accessing um, the village. You're peer, accessing the village. My peer review journal is you guys. Yes, yes, yes. You've got reviewer one, reviewer two, and you know, you're just getting all the feedback that that I mean, you can. You I think do have responsible. Yeah. I mean, you do have a live human trial yeah. with two test subjects. I mean I think it's cool. I like that you do that because I think, I think all too often, especially with new parents that they struggle because they don't, they don't want to ask whether it's, it's pride or it's Mm. being too scared or it's vulnerability. Mm. Um, And I think that that says a lot about you and, and your self-awareness in that you do ask the questions Mm -hmm. um, because you, you are, you, yeah that kind of trailed off a little bit, but you Mm -mm. knew where I was going. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think it needed to be circled back to something. Not that this wasn't relevant, but that's new parents. I mean, that's Mm. why we wanted to share this. Um, hoping that. So scary. And I was, you know, I was an infant teacher for a long time. And so I worked with a lot of new parents. Mm -hmm. And so I think that it comes back to your support system and you know whether you're a child care provider listening whether you're a new mom listening whether you're a support system to a new mom I think it's just it's that community and it's just that understanding you know Rudy like everything you talked about there are huge changes going through your life not just a new baby not just making sure that they're fed and clothed and whatever but but also for you as a person and to support you and recognize you and everything that you're doing right now, I think is so important as well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So kudos to you. Thanks friends. And thank you for your vulnerability (laughs) to share with everybody. You know me. Yep. Love sharing. Hope it touches people, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's why we did this. That's why we do this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing and for the vulnerability and for the openness. I think that's, that's big and impactful. I love it. I love that I get to share this. So thank you all for that. Absolutely. Okay. Well, 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 (laughs) I guess that's it. Okay. Bye. All right. Bye. Kids These Days is a co-production of the Casito Kids Infant Toddler Specialist Network and Workforce Development Programs. These programs are supported through a grant from the Kansas Department for Children and Families, Child Care and Early Education Services. However, information or opinions expressed herein do not necessarily reflect the position or policy of the agency, and no official endorsement should be inferred. If you have questions, comments, suggestions, or want to share your practice related to this or a previous episode, please email us at kidsthesedayspod at gmail, and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at kidsthesedayspod, and now on Twitter at ktpod. Be sure to check out the infographic and other resources for this episode in the show notes. And don't forget to hit subscribe. This episode was written, recorded, and edited by Sarah Holmes and Rudy Benavides. Infographics by Rudy Benavides. Music track, Cheery Monday by Kevin McLeod.